and welcome to the multiverse of marketing! I am Crash and Burn, and with me as always is J.R. Sweeney. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, like, sometimes I want to try and match the energy, and other times it's just like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so, it's fine. Just go the other direction. Yeah, just just uh, yeah, a good old juxtaposition, uh, uh, juxtapositional irony. Uh, yeah, uh, barely audible. Hello, uh, this is uh, uh, about comic books and how they are advertised. Welcome to the first ASMR podcast. Uh, I am uh, Ira Glass, and this is. The- descending sound of my voice <laughs> we will be talking about uh this one comic book while i sit here and uh stroke the bristles of a brush <laughs> it's not sexual though it's not <laughs> <laughs> don't worry if you fall asleep a container of axe body spray will be nearby and administered to your nasal cavity forcefully, which should wake you up uh, rather quickly. And now a word from our sponsor, a terrible fucking comic book. This is Freshman, brought to you by Axe and Marvel. What the fuck? Yeah, it, it's it's the it's the super team that smells like the guy who won't leave you alone at the bar, and. Uh. It's they're they're all utterly forgettable except for one, and we'll get to that. But <laughs> it, so, uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll give them two because uh, one of them is a girl with colored hair, and and so technically that counts in in this uh, at least as uh, two parts of a personality. Uh, she's oh a girl, right. and she has colored hair. She is girl. Uh, um, yeah, it so this was the this was the I don't want to say brainchild. Um, yeah. This uh, was spawn, the spawn, spawn yeah, yeah, of a of the a dropping? company. Uh yeah, called Mindshare. Um Oh, they sound terrible. They they are. If you if you go look I will freely admit that marketing marketing is just it's a it's a it is the uh propaganda equivalent of uh reading tea leaves. It it is not an exact thing. It is a whole lot of just like I don't know, this may work. Like we have this we have this vision of advertisers as these Don Draper types uh, sitting in boardrooms and talking about how, you know, the the Kodak carousel is childhood or whatever. But in point of fact, most advertising is just sitting there going, I don't know. Can we make you want to fuck the burger? Uh, not overtly, but we can definitely be suggestive in 
maybe the lettuce layout and the model. I mean, you know, like, not too suggestive, but, uh, you know, she could be, like, mom hot. And mo most advertising at this point is, hey, here's a thing somebody else did that worked. Let's do that. Um, so I don't... Or, uh, uh, something must be done. This is something. Therefore, we, we get paid. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and that that's fine. Like, you know, make that money. Whatever. Yeah. It, we're all living and dying under capitalism. I'm not going to fault people for uh, paying their bills. But the point of all of this is to say that, generally speaking, um, advertising is malarkey under the best of circumstances. Mm -hmm. But if you go mm -hmm. to Mindshare's website, it is one of the greatest collections of buzzword bullshit mm. I've ever seen. Oh, I, gotta, um, I gotta see this in real time. It Mindshare. It is legitimately um the what was it there was something i was reading from them that a global media agency network a global yeah. media agency network a network yeah. of global media agent but there's it's sync oh that's 10,000 people across 80 what is it just fucking influencers no it is ostensibly advertising because they have done stuff but certainly it is not it is also vapid and empty that Aren't these the guys who came up with this the basic like uh vodka joke like advertising where you get a hot person to just order the vodka in the restaurant I wouldn't be. I don't know. There's Sky Vodka right now. My mistake. Yes. Yeah. It's totally the people who did. That, that is not surprising at all. But anyway, these people suck. Uh, but their job was to advertise Axe Body Spray. And their solution was a multimedia marketing uh uh, program wherein they would release a comic by Marvel uh, that would be accompanied by um, a mixtape created by created by artists uh, from Nas's Nas label mm-hmm um, so, you know, cream of the crop. Um, I mean, they're hungry, at least, you know. Possibly yeah, literally. But, yeah, I was going to say, it's it's not the kind of hungry you want. Um, <laughs> it's more like raiding the craft services table. Um, oh, shit, free food. Nice. But, yeah, and the freshman mixtape, um, 
it's it's only a few songs it's five songs Mm -hmm. including the um the uh the freshman theme song the freshman theme song which Mm. is titled whole thang whole thang Um, they released a trailer um and on honestly i will say i think they missed a trick here um Uh in that i don't think each of the characters is actually named after an axe body spray scent i don't believe so yeah it it, reading it and like just trying to vaguely remember what i remember seeing as you're like walking down the grocery store aisle and it's like why aren't these the sense and like have the powers based on that because yeah one thing that kind of really disappointed me about this i mean like the whole thing's disappointing it's not going to be amazing but the difference between like this and the kernel of two worlds is a little bit of imagination just a, a little bit of it and their powers are so basic like they really this is, they really are yeah this is like booting up uh was it city of heroes or city of legends uh on on like the first day and being like you can be flying you can be invisible. You can be gone. You know, it's like it, this. This is you can this be is shitty. girl. You can be uh, girl. Uh, and, and like, <laughs> it's just really you couldn't come up with anything that was maybe like you know either tied to some of their scent names and and you know like promote the sense that way. I, I, and and maybe like even like a way of characterizing the 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 uh, you know the the characters characterizing the characters if you have say a scent that is hawaiian you can say that character is from hawaii there now you have one more shade of a hint of a layer more than these ones have based on just using your own fucking product anyway you have I digress. Already, you have already put more thought into these characters than anyone involved did. So let's oh, yeah. meet let's meet our Burger King Kids Club of Teen <laughs> Heroes. Uh we have Damien Garcia, aka mm-hmm. Burner. I don't know if you can guess what his powers are. Alyssa uh, s- really fucking stupid decisions, as we'll find out. Well but <laughs> he's a teenager. They all have that power. <laughs> Uh, Alyssa Jordan, a.k.a. Windchill. Danny Lee, a.k.a. Kid Vanish, who is the only one you will remember after reading this. And it's only because he genuinely seems like he would be exhausting to know. Oh, like truly like, oh, my God. Will this kid a shut up b go the fuck away? Yeah, he start. You know, he starts in, and it's just nonstop until the end. The only time he actually shuts the fuck up is when he's being stealthy. The rest of the time, it's a steady stream of bullshit. And even if you're not an introvert, even if you're not someone who gets worn down being around others, kid vanish. Kid Vanish is a high, 
high energy version of Colin Robinson from what we do in the shadows, he will drain every bit of energy you have. It he's exhausting. He's um, trying so hard at all times, and it just it's not there. And you like here's the funny thing, uh looking at uh, this character, uh you can totally see that like, okay. In in three years after he gets some weed and sex into him, he's probably gonna chill the fuck out. At least be you know like uh, withstandable in a conversation, right? As he is currently, as a freshman who is very much trying to like immediately mark himself as like some kind of cool kid it's like oh i remember seeing kids like that i think i was a kid like that fuck that kid (laughs) yeah um (laughs) override uh who is emily everhart everhart um whose powers are vaguely technology based I kind of like um, it's it, you know like you you have two extremes of the same power in the Marvel universe. Uh, you've got her who can maybe get a speaker to work, and you have Cipher, who is like the part of the foundational software of Krakoa's entire ecosystem. And it's like, wow, you either suck at this or you're amazing. There's there's well, no in between. <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, and lastly, Terrell Taylor, a.k.a. Double Time. Now, one thing I, I will say... Who, who, I, actually, no, hold on. I completely forgot that person existed. So not only is there only one character that will actually grab your attention, uh, their, their gravity is so so consistent and so all encompassing i actually lost track of a character altogether who the fuck are you talking about yeah and you know the the thing about it is that you know i am not uh so this was so i did forget to say this was written by paul aller Penciled by Paco Diaz, inked by Paco Diaz, colored by Will Quintana, uh, lettered by Joe Sabino, and edited by Catherine Brown. Um, I I didn't think you forgot. I thought that you were trying to spare their feelings. Well, I like to to cover the creative team, just so we're clear (laughs) on who did what. I am not familiar with with Paul Aller. Paco Diaz has done a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Aller has written like 11 things, maybe, um, for Marvel. Um, the The thing about it is, I am going to be generous here and say that there is a hint of something interesting going on uh, with a couple of these characters. Um, in as much as while the while the kids are all 
ciphers. They are blank slates uh, with very few exceptions. There are a couple of things here that are slightly subversive from the trope in that uh, the guy with fire powers is actually a bit shy and, you know, isn't 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 the archetype does not fit the archetype of the fire guy who is usually brash and take charge and stuff like that that's not who this kid appears to be admittedly he doesn't appear to be much of anything so maybe i maybe i'm digging here conversely the guy who turns invisible far from being a retiring wallflower whose entire personality totally fits someone who might want to disappear. He's the loudmouthed, look-at-me dude who randomly starts spitting lyrics. And, and um, also, as well, he's like, he's the larger member of the team, and he's the guy who sneaks around. It's like, that's definitely not what is typically expected when it comes to like like writing cliches right um and so you know yeah, that's like, interesting is that intentional or like... i'm going i'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it okay. probably is um in in that case that's rather refreshing i suppose yeah um but these kids all go to the Future Minds School of Science and Technology. The idea being that after the end of the Black Panther movie, uh, when T'Challa started doing stuff, uh, doing outreach and things like that, um, he opened a bunch of these schools. And these kids are students there who through a combination of science and Wakandan technology, which just sounds like science. It's, it's weird that they're like, you know, when, when somebody says a combination of science and magic, it's like, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Sure. Uh, when somebody says science and technology, it's, it's like saying, uh, through a combination of geography and knowing where places are, I have, and it's like, yeah, those are the same thing, dude. Um, but anyway, it's <laughs> one one leads to the other. You don't you don't get to treat them like two separate things. But yeah. anyway, S science and science, I don't understand. It's uh, it's the end of the semester, and the school is celebrating. By having the Black Panther uh, contact the kids. But the kids don't give a fuck. Uh, these these kids at the Future Minds School of Science and Technology, who ostensibly give a shit about science and technology. And, uh, and uh, seem to be there on the Wakandan ticket. Like, right. you know, that's that's a private education brought to you, brought to you by king t'challa there the the big guy on the screen hello kids i'm an avenger and a king i am taking time out of my busy schedule but no they don't care because 
the end of the semester show is being put on with an appearance by very real rapper super duper kyle Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and now to to be fair to these children um if if in in my instance um if you ain't dupe i don't give a fuck who you are uh so i i can feel their energy bring on dupe yeah um but when they go to the show oh no something is wrong people are acting like zombies these teenagers are are forlorn and uh moping they aren't pawing at each other awkwardly uh what (laughs) could it be those two guys aren't attached at the hip what do they do that like in public jesus i mean hey like i'm a i'm a libertine but uh maybe find a a door to stand behind a bush shit that's how that's how high school is now you just, you just you go to open. a party and people are just fucking just just fucking they, they just don't do drugs fucking. or smoke anymore but uh they sure do fuck in the open yeah um but yeah it's all just fucking and canceling each other uh <laughs> but they uh they are not acting like normal teenagers nor are they acting like normal teacher teenagers on drugs they are being really really odd and they're like wow it's like the things that connect us are being taken away man and god that i love that leap because yeah like you're progressing at a typical slow you know manner and it's like oh geez something is weird and suddenly we get this leap to like it's almost as if the thing that connects us and makes us friends has been taken away probably by a nefarious source it's like i just would assume maybe like uh like like there was some really fucking strong indica going around uh maybe, maybe or, there was a it's the end of the year there was exams everyone's fucking exhausted yeah, Jesus. or this is the marvel universe it could just be garden variety mind control even mm-hmm. even if you're even if you're looking for an, a reason that is nefarious it is still okay for it to just be garden variety uh mind control i don't know how we i don't know how we went straight to this my little pony friendship is magic shit but i'm guessing it's because axe is trying to make you think they create connection which is like like okay yeah i i can understand it in the sense the interpersonal like romantic sense where they they're trying to assert that if you wear axe body spray uh someone who you want to fuck will want to fuck you uh regardless of orientation what have what have uh but it it tried to say like oh friendships are based on it it's like no yeah by all means have the romantic or sexual part but like if your friendship with anyone is based on wearing Axe body spray, how much how much else you got in vo- like you know in common with them? Maybe 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 tell people that. 
you smell fucking amazing, bro. You want to go to the game? Hey, <laughs> dude, that, oh, man, like, is that, is that Braha's heat? Oh, I want Braha heat, bro. Uh, uh, like, but, fuck's sake. <laughs> but they realize that something to do with the music um, is causing this. And so they start looking for an explanation. Uh, Kid Vanish. It does the only thing like Kid Kid Van honestly, this could have just been a Kid Vanish story and like the the actions of the other characters are just like like some random side character, some people in the crowd, maybe like normal normal like people. Like he yeah. was the only one who did a actual like superhero shit. And I know they use their powers, but no, he he actively went and found the bad guy. And then yeah. was the only one to interact with said bad guy until like the climax. This is yeah. a kid vanish comic. No wonder he gets all the worst lines. Yeah. Well, and so it turns out that it's Claw. It's Claw. Yeah, cause cause Claw is Claw's got nothing else to do, I guess. I you know I get that the point of this is to strike at Black Panther, but you're starting way down the list, man. I know, <laughs> you... right? Like, like would he also blow up Black Panther's, like, I don't know, fucking, like, uh, laundromat? Like, like oh, the, the place that he goes to bring his uh, suits to get pressed. Yeah, I fucking hit that. Mm-hmm. I hit mm -hmm. it. He, I... he knows. He just found a really good tax guy, and I blew up that guy's house. Uh, <laughs> I've been going into his house and like slowly removing uh, screws from all of the uh, the doors and hinges. So eventually, things are gonna start leaning lopsided and not working. It's gonna annoy the fucking shit out of him. I short sheeted his bed. Uh, he's gonna be so pissed. I found his third cousin twice removed and kicked him right in the fucking dick yeah uh so claw is exposed and uh they fight him whatever <laughs> it's it's fine uh and the the avengers show up yeah but uh, and, and, and to be to be clear the avengers just show up it's not like they call it or anything big enough really happens i mean okay Claw blows a hole in the ground, but this is New York City. Uh, shit louder than that happens maybe every 30 seconds somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the Avengers were already on the way to stop Claw. The freshmen yeah. achieved nothing. I mean, you know, yeah, and... When when we say the Avengers, it's three Avengers. It's Iron Man, Thor, and Captain Marvel. Apparently, the Aven the other Avengers are all like really, really susceptible to sense and just I, could not be here. Um, I mean, I mean, prove to me you need any more Avengers than those three. Uh, they still bring them. It's not yeah. about what you need. They still show up. 
I, it's I never kinda, like, uh, oh, there's a problem. We better just send one or two of it. Who is it? Who do we need to send? Oh, well, that's fine. We'll send only the people we absolutely need to. <laughs> the Avengers show up in force. Other than leaving like one person on monitor duty, the Avengers are just like, what's that? Your cat's in a tree? Well, we better call in the reserve members. So. Yeah, if Captain Marvel can't handle it, don't worry. The Asgardian super god will. I yeah. mean, shit, can't get past him at least. Yeah. So. In the end, they are able to stop Claw. By kicking uh, him in the head once. Yeah. You know, the way the way you do when somebody's made of living sound. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that by the way. Uh, yeah, immediately after, uh, uh, I, I think, Carol, or, uh, Tony's trying to handle it, like, professionally. Like, good job, kids. You did what's right, and you stuck together, and that's what matters. And Carol's immediate, er, er, and, and, and uh, you stuck together, and that's what matters. And he had a nefarious and brilliant plan to take down the world. And Carol's just like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, so they they have their moment, and then, you know, Super Duper Kyle comes on, and uh i guess i guess he he raps some and then he's interrupted <laughs> by uh kid vanish who starts rapping and no one's no one says hey we didn't come to see you get the fuck I, off the stage what do you do what are you doing no one no one wants to hear your subpar rapping we're here to see what's his name again? Super Duper Kyle. Yeah, That's who we we're want, here to see. We want Super Dave. We want Super Dave. We want Super Dave. Yes. Um <laughs> so yeah, it's I mean, this is I don't know why we're talking about this. It's just I mean, we got to talk weird. about stuff like this cuz it's it it's the bottom of the barrel of uh, uh what we're looking at and 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 that kind of like neglect and pressure can create a very specific kind of content. Yeah, it's just it's the kind of thing that I can't help but feel like um you know like I'm sitting here going people from my graduating class are doctors mm -hmm. and I'm doing this. I know two people who went to Harvard medical, both mm -hmm. of whom have ended up teaching classes there. Mm -hmm. I am paid and pensioned by the way, for making TikTok videos and gained that by making podcasts uh mostly about movies and comic books so i am you... a trained journalist with a degree <laughs> so there you go kids nothing really matters uh it's all it's all bullshit by axe body spray 
Yeah, I, no, seriously, I say that in the best way. It's all bullshit. Have fun. Nothing matters. Just just do what you want to do. If that means that you want to become a doctor and help people and put all that energy into it, do it. If you want to wear Axe body spray, if you want to wear Axe body spray, I... I mean, yeah, if that makes you happy, do it. I don't suggest you do it in the sense of around other people, but you follow your heart there, slugger. Just please stand about ten feet away from me, thank you. That's just good life advice. Just <laughs> whatever you do, just stand ten feet away from her. Um, anyway. There's a moment in this comic that actually stands out to me, and I, I may remember for the rest of my life, uh, because if, if if they had run with this comic even just a little harder in trying to take Axe body spray too, super seriously, there could have been accidental comedy there uh, because there are there are a couple moments. There's a moment in the beginning when they're trying to introduce the characters and it's like the narrative is aware that you're like, oh, fucking hell. It goes, no, 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 it's it's cool. This is leading somewhere. Don't worry. And there's the moment at the end when Carol uh, calls bullshit on the entire thing and just like, this, this has been a farce. This is stupid. Uh, but in the middle, uh, uh, after uh, in- Invisible Lad... Uh, it vanished. Ha- Harley, after Harley Griffin has snuck backstage uh, and discovered the Martian's plan, uh, he walks by... Uh, uh, Someone, some some nefarious member of whoever the fuck is putting on this show. And uh, this woman goes, mmm, smells nice. And it's one of those moments where it's like, okay, by all means, sure, tell me that these characters wear Axe body spray. They're, they're 17, 18, 19 years old. Sure, whatever. Do not fucking look me in the eye and lie to me that anyone smells Axe and goes, mmm. Smells nice. Don't fucking lie to me. Either go hard and have uh, uh, the colonel beating the fuck out of a negative universe version of himself. Right. Then you can say that it smells nice or something because you've you've already pushed the, the envelope so far or just fuck on off with that entirely. Essentially do what freshmen did and it's have nothing to do with Axe body spray whatsoever except seemingly be sponsored by them. Right. And the, and that's the that's the thing. Generally speaking no one no one puts Axe body spray on. There's never there's no scene that I recall from this comic wherein somebody's just like oh better better make sure i can think of one instance and it's before they go to the party and one of the characters uh i i i think just trying to remember i think it i think it's invisible chevy chase i believe he sprays it onto himself in the background and so invisible chevy chase it, it has it but like that's it and and thus why he is then noticed uh via smell uh by the woman backstairs and possibly claw claw has no nose that should have been a joke how is that not a joke claw has no nose yeah. how does he smell awful so here's the thing um yeah one of the lady does 
mention that something smells good as he is stealthing past. But there is not a point at which you see him putting Axe body spray on. So it's uh, someone you- else. God, it's it's one I'm, of the it's one of the invisible I'm, characters. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not seeing anyone doing it. Like the the only the only indication that somebody has put it on is the what smells so good, and Kid Vanish oh. says, "Don't blow my cover, Axe Body Spray." It's um, on. Page 17, just under How We Do in Future Minds and the guys on stage, uh, Damien has a can tossed to him, and he sprays himself and then trips over two terrible lines before finally just saying, hey, you want to dance? So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I eventually found it, and it was an entirely different character, and it's supposed to be his big moment, and instead... Congratulations, you embarrassed yourself twice and then got a pity dance out of it. Right. Wear axe body spray, kids. Yeah. It this is not this is a no part of that is aspirational. Um <laughs> I think this is so, a warning. Um they they should have packaged this like at the end it would have been like, beware the dangers of axe body spray. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually a subversive advertisement put out by Burberry or something. <laughs> it's like, don't fuck around with Axe Body Spray. Buy ours. Yeah. Available now. Available now at TJ Maxx. Um, like an so, Irish spring rolling hard <laughs> against Axe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, this, this whole thing, it's it's really really bad um yeah this isn't even worth like reading to know what we're talking about Uh, and it's only about 20 pages long and it is it's a waste it's a waste yeah there there should be there should be no confusion here let (laughs) me say unequivocally we are not we are not trying to say ha 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 this book is so bad you should go read it no one is saying that no we are saying ha 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 this book is so bad do not subject yourself to this yeah this is an Um, example of advertising that not only fails to engage it fails to be memorable it is right it's it's a mediocrity and as like most examples of mediocrity, uh, <laughs> it takes more effort and energy to discuss than it does to actually like sit down and read and consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's never a good sign. <laughs> it is. You know, I routinely talk about, you know, the the really good stuff is easy to talk about. The really bad stuff is really easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff that's just pure middle of the road that doesn't succeed, but nor does it fail in a particularly interesting way. 
Yeah, like the uh, art in this isn't bad. It's not like uh, off or weird or, or idiosyncratic or anything. It's like, yes, this is very serviceable. The dialogue is cringe, but it's cringe in a comic book way. That's serviceable. The designs, serviceable. The character names, serviceable. Everything about it is like, yes. Yeah, th this might as well have not been an ad at all to begin with and and just could have just been a random fucking one-off attempt to like recreate uh uh you know like uh just just an, another generic teenage superhero team yay yeah and ultimately i think what can what can really be said about this is it fulfilled the requirements of the contract everyone got paid yeah instead of being uh uh called the freshman it should have been called minimum viable product uh <laughs> it, it is it is enough to meet the the stipulations of the contract signed by Axe Body Spray, Marvel, and whatever idiot at Mindshare. Um, and that's really it. It is, mm -hmm. it, it does the job. You know what uh, is really disappointing? Uh, there are moments in Marvel canon where, like, you could work with a, a name like Axe or something like that, like A versus X, or Axis. Imagine if they just put a little bit of effort into this, and it was actually like a parody of Axis, and like, the Red Skull's just like, he just fucking reeks, and people are trying to get him to put some goddamn deodorant on, or he like stole Professor X's deodorant and shit, and it's like, there's ways to have made this at least perfunctorily entertaining in a silly fucking sense instead i expect within 30 minutes of this recording to have forgotten the vast majority of the content yeah i really what it comes down to is they put out a thing i have now seen the name of the product a couple of times that i otherwise might not have um I was annoyed by Kid Vanish, but not enough to really be angry about him. He was just there. Uh, and then we all got on with our lives. And then we all got on with our lives. Um, you know what's funny? Uh, it, it's interesting what does and does not work and how it does and does not work. Uh, so this this fails horribly. Horribly, horribly, horribly. Uh, it might as well have said, like, produced by the Spike TV network uh, for as oddly dated as it is for something that came in and out in, I want to say, 2019, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feels much older. Uh, but in Thor Love and Thunder, there is a it's it's an ad because they, you know, Old Spice paid for them. Your, uh, or Old Spice paid for them and Disney paid in, in return for like them to include Old Spice. But the Old Spice ad is a parody of the ads that they had with um, Isaiah, whatever his name is, 
the the guy who is the football player and you know like uh it's right. now made of diamonds uh they there's a parody of that in love and thunder uh with uh king val and it like it is an actual ad it is an ad for old spice but it's making fun of those ads but it is itself also an effective ad even within its world and the fact that i can think of it right now and remembered it at the end of all of this shows that that 10 second joke that taika Waititi probably threw out just to like fill some airtime was more effective not only as being content but as like giving me a positive resonance again with the brand old spice is so fucking telling. Yeah. When you this is be- done you well, know the best great. ad I ever hmm. saw the best ad I ever saw was, um, return of the killer tomatoes. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, because in the middle of the movie, the movie runs out of money and, <laughs> There, everybody's just like, okay, shut it down. We don't have the money to keep going. At which point, George Clooney says, you know, because George Clooney is in that movie. If you've never seen it, it's I, I great. Ha- I have uh, never, and I don't know why I have never. So he uh, he hmm. he says, you know what we should do? We should get some product placement. And the director says product placement what are you talking about and he says yeah you reach out to a bunch of brands who will pay to have their product featured prominently in your movie and the uh the director says huh that's that's interesting and so it cuts ahead and they're back in production and they're getting ready to start the movie back up and so george clooney is standing at the counter of the pizza place that he works at when a guy comes in and he says, hi, um, I, I wonder if you can help me. I'm a little thirsty. And George Clooney says, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Of course we can help you with that. And he, he says, how would you like a Pepsi? And (laughs) the guy says, Oh, a Pepsi, huh? Is that any good? And George Clooney says, it is the choice of the new generation. <laughs> and the guy says, oh, I've heard that. And he's like, but, you know, I was thinking maybe something a little harder. And he's like, yeah, something harder. Of course. Yeah. No. Why don't you try a Foster's Australian lager? And he says, oh, I have heard of that. Is that good? And he says, oh, yes, it's quite good. It's a large can. And it's a very it's amazing lager. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, well, you know. I'm I'm a little worried that all the uh the the sugar from this Pepsi and this Snickers might uh might damage my teeth. And George Clooney's like, "Well, that's fine. At once you're done, all you need to do is brush your teeth with Colgate." And he says, "Colgate?" And he says, "Yes, Colgate. It is recommended." And it is Oh my god. It is phenomenal because at the end at the end of all of this they're just like okay that's good we've got enough money now you can stop it's a short scene but i love it so it has stuck with me so hard 
uh, throughout the years. That's um, and yeah, it's it's like it contrary to what you would expect. It's it the ham-fisted, straightforward, cynical, uh, uh, like almost near fraud of it is. It's brilliant. It's delicious. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm going to have to watch that movie. Uh, I don't know why I never have. I've seen it, like, sitting around a few times. God damn. I had I had no idea there was such a brilliant scene in it. It is. It is it's one of the it's one of those things um, that, you know, growing up, the only thing I was familiar with was the. Uh, the killer tomatoes cartoon oh um, yes yeah I and uh i think at one point i saw return of the killer tomatoes on comedy central or something like that and even even at a young age i was sitting there watching this going this is fucking brilliant this is amazing uh but anyway so well, yeah, like that may have been amazing, but this sure as fuck wasn't. No, it was uh, not. <laughs> this this has been an episode of Multiverse of Marketing. If you enjoyed it for whatever personal reasons you have, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, comment, leave us a message, send us an email, possibly. Tell us if you know if there's something you want to hear us talk about. Um, <laughs> that we have not done yet send us e an email it may be on the list it may not uh you speaking know. of what is and next on that wonderful list of ours the list the list the list the list has decreed that the next episode will be about dazzler so speaketh the list so speaketh the list. So speaketh the list. So join us next week for Dazzler, the movie that never was, but probably eventually will be. I mean, eventually, I'm sure, but wasn't at the time. Ooh. See you then. Bye. Bye.